And thank you for tuning in to our Anatomy and Physiology podcast, where we will be discussing sickle cell anemia. My name is Benelix Gonzalez, and I will be your host for today's podcast. Now, I know we all don't know, but let's start by tackling the elephant in the room. What is sickle cell anemia? According to the CDC, and that stands for the Centers for Disease and Control, sickle cell anemia is a red blood cell disorder. So let's talk about the normal healthy red blood cells. And these are round in shape. They travel in our body through blood vessels, carrying oxygen and nutrients to our entire system. That's a heavy job. In someone who has sickle cell, the red blood cells become hard, sticky, and instead of round, they are more crescent shaped. Sickle cell anemia is a genetic disease, which is present at birth. Both mother and father must pass the defective gene for a child to be affected. According to the American Society of Hematology, this disease is more common in certain ethnic groups than others. For example, in African-Americans, one in 12 carry a sickle cell gene. Hispanics from Central and South America are more prone to carry it. Also, we see prevalence of the disorder in people of Middle Eastern, Asian, Indian, and Mediterranean descent. Although, let's face it, the disease affects millions of people worldwide. One positive observation is that every baby born in the United States upon birth receives screening for this disorder. So now that we discussed briefly what sickle cell anemia is, let's talk about the symptoms. These usually appear in infants around five months of age. Some of the symptoms are pain. This is caused by lack of blood flow. The pain varies in length of time or severity. In some cases, it may cause hospitalization. The disease also causes anemia. Sickle cells usually die in 10 to 20 days. This leaves a shortage of red blood cells. The lack of blood flow also causes swelling of hands and feet. This is commonly known as edema. In lay terms, it's just excess fluid in the body. Another symptom of this disease is frequent infections. Patients with sickle cell anemia tend to have comorbidities. I know, let's discuss the word comorbidities. This simply refers to the simultaneous presence of two chronic diseases or conditions in a patient. Thank you, Google. Always my best ally when I am in doubt. Okay, back to the topic. Sickle cells can damage your spleen. This leaves the patient vulnerable and highly susceptible to infections. A patient with sickle cell anemia can experience delayed growth or puberty. Because the condition is related to abnormal red blood cells, and these are the major players in transporting nutrients and oxygen to the body, disruption of this homeostasis 
will have an impact on development. Okay, let's talk about vision problems. Who would have thought that damage to a small cell can have this much impact on the body? Sickle cells can block blood vessels which run in the eyes and this can cause damage to the retina, which is responsible in the processes of visual images. Complications related to the symptoms are frequent episodes of pain, infections, organ damage, pregnancy complications in women who decide to childbear with the disease, pulmonary hypertension, acute chest syndrome, stroke, blindness, among others. And this, my listeners, is just a brief overview of the symptoms and complications caused by the sickle cell disease. Now let's talk about something a little bit more positive. The treatments for sickle cell anemia. It is fair to point out at this point that there are no standard treatments that cure sickle cell. The list we will be discussing help patients manage and live with the disease. So frequent use of pain medication to treat crisis. Drinking plenty of water helps. In some dire cases, IV fluids may be required for hydration and also for pain management. Blood transfusions, these help treat anemia. It is also used to dilute the sickled hemoglobin with normal hemoglobin. The medication hydroxyurea helps reduce the frequency of pain crisis and acute chest syndrome. It also helps reduce the amount of blood transfusion needed. One downside regarding this medication, which we learned upon our research, is that the long-term side effects of the medication hydroxyurea are unknown. But I'm pretty sure that there's a mad scientist out there studying this as we speak. Regular eye exams help with the retina issue, also bone marrow transplants. The decision to have the bone marrow transplant, which is an invasive procedure, is based on the severity of the disease and also the ability to find a suitable bone marrow donor. The major systems involved in this disease include all organs. Because let's face it, we talked about red blood cells. We have red blood cells throughout all our body. So all the organs can suffer damage from the abnormal function of the sickle cells and their inability to flow through the blood vessels correctly. Just to name a few, we can mention the liver, heart, kidneys, eyes, gallbladder, bones, and joints. The list is pretty much exhaustive. Prevention for this disease. Okay, so if you know you carry the sickle cell trait, seeking advice from a genetic counselor before trying to conceive can help understand the risks of having a child with sickle cell anemia. They can also explain possible treatments 
preventative measures, and also reproductive options. There's also hope for the future. After decades with no advancements in treatment, suddenly sickle cell disease is on the brink of a cure thanks to the evolution of gene therapy. The hope is that gene therapy will be proven to be effective. As of right now, bone marrow transplants are the only way to cure the disease, yet some patients are too high risk because of the damage already done. Well, that's all for now. Before I conclude this segment, I would like to acknowledge the Mayo Clinic, the CDC, the American Society of Hematology, the John J. Hopkins Medicine Resource Center, sicklecelldisease.org, and the University of Miami Health for assisting in our research regarding sickle cell anemia. Thank you for tuning into our podcast, and until next time. Bye.